what fun. I know I'm supposed to say, it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh, and I suppose that's fun too, but I digress. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. Oh, what fun I had talking to today's guest on the Isle of Misfits, and not just because of her delightful southern accent, although, yeah, that was pretty great, but because she just has so much life and joy and wisdom to share, and you know what? I think I should just stop talking so you can hear it for yourself. So keep listening. So we're closing in on Christmas here, and you know what that means. Chaos and craziness. But maybe that's just me. Nah, I don't think so. I think we're all feeling it maybe right about now, and maybe we could use a little bit of calm, the kind that comes when you slow down and spend some time feeding the true hunger in our souls. See what I did there, Shelly? Which brings me to today's guest. Her name is Shelly Rushing Tomlinson, and she's here to help us with her newly released Devotions for the Hungry Heart, Chasing Jesus, Six Days from Sunday. So I am not Southern by any means, but I want to extend you a hearty down-home welcome to the Isle of Misfits, my friend. I am delighted to be here on the Isle of Misfits with you, Nancy. I feel so at home. Just the title of this podcast makes me feel at home. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And we, yes, we welcome you with open arms. We just love to talk to anyone and everyone who has important things to say. And you have important things to share with us today. So um, I want to, you know, I I was looking at your bio. I just have to read a little bit of it because it was just such a fun bio. You are, according to your bio, the youngest of three girls born into a rather loud Southern family. That's not a judgment. Mm -hmm. I'm just reading. Where everyone tells stories and no one breathes when they have the floor lest they lose it. I know that feeling. Um, You're a farmer's wife. You're an award-winning author, speaker, radio host, and down-home Southern cook. And you stack your stories on the banks of a beautiful lake in Louisiana. So that's quite a bio. I, I I love your life. Oh, thank you so much. I just love uh, living my life like wide open, encouraging everyone to join me as we just pursue the only one that matters. You know, we we all have our different things going on, but uh, Christ Jesus is the one that matters. And so in all of our crazy, different, various walks of life, I just like to join up together and seek him. Amen. And, you know, I, I, I got to say, I'm already loving the Southern accent. I'm not going to try to emulate it because that would just be weird. But, um, but Nancy, can I tell you that it's so funny? I'll be doing interviews with people, and you just said, you know, you're not going to try to emulate it. And I've had um, get hosts that say it happens to them accidentally. So we're going to listen and see if you fall into Southernness because I'll be doing an interview with someone, and they'll stop and go, are you listening to me? I have turned into a Southern girl just talking to you and I get tickled so I'm going to be listening and see if you morph into a southerner all right I might do it but you know I'm not going to say it's going to be you know I'm not going to say it's going to be authentic be but intentional. Yeah. okay right, okay right right so but you know you come from the south you have this you know this wonderful uh framework that that has made you who you are and yet I feel like we need to get you get to know you a little bit more so um I'm going to invite you to a tradition here on the Isle of Misfits whereby we play what I like to call a stupid game. Okay. So if you're, okay. if you're up for it. Okay, let me explain to you how up I am for this. <laughs> in my last radio show 
I had on a blinking uh, Santa hat and blinking earrings and a tie that lit up. So, yes, you can, you can see that I can do silly and stupid games. So, oh, my gosh, yeah. So I've got to up my stupid game, really, because, yeah, I left the Santa hat in the other room. So Okay, all right. Thanks for the tip. Okay, so your stupid game is custom-made just for you. So today's stupid game revolves around your your cooking personality because, as we will talk about, I'm sure in a few moments, you a part of your devotion, you talk mm-hmm. about being hungry, you actually include some recipes, mm-hmm. which tells me you yeah. are an accomplished cook. So um, on that note... Here's mm-hmm. some questions for you. So there's there's no winning, no losing. It's all about you, your personality. So there's no wrong okay. answers, really. Okay. Okay. So question number one, cooking personality. Do you put things away as you go, or do you keep all the ingredients and every single dish out in a type of chaotic construction disaster zone until the very bitter end? Oh, my gosh. I am a clean-as-you-go girl because that's how my mom we call her, I, I named her the queen of us all years ago. And it is how the queen of us all taught my sisters and I. So, yes, I'm the one that is cleaning the cooking dishes as I'm cooking and putting up the ingredients as I go because I'm wanting to see the meal come together without the chaos left on the counter. That's me. Okay. See, and 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 I said there were no wrong answers. And Uh-oh. if you had answered the other way, I would have been fine with that as well. But I'm just saying that is exactly, yes, that's my mm-hmm. cooking personality, which I know this is not about me, but it kind of it go, it runs counter because I'm exactly. somewhat of a free spirit. But when it comes right. to this, I like to clean as I go because, yeah, then mm-hmm. when it's over, mm-hmm. yeah, it's over. Yes. So, all right. Yeah. Very yeah. good. All right. So moving on. Question number two, recipes. Okay. Mandates mm-hmm. or suggestions? Oh, it is so cute that you asked that question. <laughs> suggestion, Nancy, by far. My kids, I told you just now that I call my mom the queen of us all. Well, my son and daughter and son-in-law and daughter-in-law and everyone that puts their feet under my table, as we say in the South, they call me the queen of substitution because a recipe is merely that. And I am not going to stop and drop and run to the store for something. I'm just going to figure out what will also work. And so <laughs> I am the queen of substitution, known, um, known around here in those parts. To, to, Necessity my, is the mother of invention yes. and or and innovation. My yes. Says, my son says, Mom, it's always good, but, you know, you, you definitely substitute as you go. So that's me. Okay. All right. Very good to know. Yes, I, I tend along the same way that, you know, suggestion mm-hmm. and creative license. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there have been some Pinterest mm-hmm. fails in there. I'm not going to lie. But there have been some oh, wonderful right. discoveries. Right. Yeah. And my problem is I make something wonderful by that plan, but then I don't remember what I did because, you know, yes. free spirit. Like, so. How did I do that? That <laughs> yeah. was most delicious. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. So every recipe is an adventure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Question three. Savory okay. or sweet? Mmm. Okay, mostly savory, but I've got to have that little bit of a sweet to finish a meal. Now, it's, um, I do more cooking than baking. Uh, I do bake, I do make desserts, but I have a farm family and they need to eat. So, you know, the meal's going to come first and then I do like a little something sweet. Does that answer it? I think I answered both, didn't I? I you know what, and that's perfectly acceptable. Yes, I think oh, okay. in this world we do have both. So, Okay. I, I will accept that answer. Okay, okay right. thank you. I like this game show. I am winning this game show. Okay. You are, you're tearing it up, my friend. Okay, so all right, one more. We'll just land here. Okay. Presentation or taste? Taste 
Absolutely, but you look, you eat with your eyes. I, I am not doing well because I'm answering both. That's okay. Like I said, there's no but wrong answers. Do. This is your personality. You get to be both. Okay, so my mom did teach me you eat with your eyes. And so you have to make sure that it's presented in a way, you know, you want your food to be uh, presented in a way that someone wants to eat it. But, I mean, if the flavor's not there and they're not going to keep eating it, I mean, that's a fail, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I do like, I love to sit, set a pretty table. That just something I love to do. I love to decorate the dining room and have all the family in and and have a big, beautiful meal. So both again, uh uh-oh, both again. That's all right. That is okay, okay because we are complicated people, are we not? So we're full of complexities, and I think I think that, that there is room for both because, you know, bottom line, yeah, if it doesn't look good, okay, close your eyes. <laughs> Just try to yeah. enjoy it. But, but I, right. I would agree with you. I think uh, there's something about the presentation that does. Just, it adds because we are sensory yes. people. Absolutely, we are. We are. So congratulations. You did very well in this game, and I'm going to tell you what I tell all of my guests. Um, as soon as it becomes a thing... You'll get your very own Isle of Misfits T-shirt, so uh, you're on the list. So, just, oh, I am. So, just and I will be looking. I will be looking forward to that, and I will wear it with pride. Oh, I'm so glad. Help us spread that that message across the land. That's so, right. Well, thank you so much for playing. So, all right, now now let's just get right down to it. So, this this book of yours, I was looking through mm-hmm. it. I was reading your devotions, looking at your recipes. I love the premise of it um, mm. because I think we're hungry for truth. I mean. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to I want to start there, and I, I don't want to get all Pontius Pilate on you, but um, okay. but I want to start with that question. When when we say truth, what are we really saying? What what is truth? Oh, truth is a person. Truth is Jesus. Truth is the Word of God that started all of this. You know, God spoke this world into existence. He, he spoke through Jesus Christ, Jesus the Word. And so when you ask me what is truth, I mean, my Jesus immediately comes to mind because we weigh everything against him. And, I, you know, I'll read something, I'll think that sounds good, but I've got to make sure, I mean, I'm going to go back, and if it doesn't align with the truth, of Jesus Christ, then I'm not going to add it to to what you know what I'm feeding on. I'm not going to to uh, add that to my plate. I want to live by the Word of God because He He alone is truth. You know, and and is it that more important than ever in the culture we're living in today, where everyone thinks their truth is truth and truth is relative, and that's got to be a sinking ship to be on when you do not know one single thing, one truth, and you just, whatever, the truth is whatever, you know, someone wants to make it that day, and, and so I just encourage everyone listening to just um, just hang on to, to the truth in Christ Jesus, the way, the life, and the truth, he never changes. And that's one place where you can, you can put your feet, and that truth is always going to be the same um, every day. And so mm-hmm. there, there's truth. Well, isn't that the truth? You know, pun intended there, because, you know, yes. what, you, what you just said, you talked about a sinking ship, and, you know, even that song, you know, all other ground is sinking sand. When truth becomes right. whatever we make of it, here's the right. thing. We, it's like we can say, well, yeah, I believe this, I believe that. But I, I really seriously wonder if most of us in this day and age 
really know why we believe what we believe. We'll say mm. we believe something, but if it changes with, you know, the the winds or whatever mm-hmm. whatever's trending, right? Uh, right. Hashtag, t- you know, Twitter or whatever. If it's changing right. constantly, do we really know why we believe what we believe uh, in our core? So, yeah. Be- beautiful question, Nancy. Because you know, I believe we all have to get there, and that is something. Um, you know, being raised in the South, I mean, hello, we have a church on every corner. You know, we. I mean, it's just the Bible Belt. They don't call it that accidentally. You know, it, it is um, so prevalent. But I believe we all have to get to a place where we realize that this faith in Christ Jesus is not my mom's or my dad's or where I live or or anything um, that I've been taught. And we've got to know, do I believe because I believe, or has it been handed down to me? And I know I hit that point in my life where I was like, okay, I've believed in God. I've known of God all of my life, but I've got to have a relationship that is mine and no one else's. And that's when I began to pursue this life in Christ that has paid such dividends of peace and joy. It's when I began to say, I need this for me, and I need to seek out this truth. And I believe that's where, you know, we've all, wherever we live, we've got to have that experience of our own so that we can put our feet on that rock and and really live there. Right, right. So, okay, so truth is a person. That mm-hmm. person you're saying is Jesus. So Amen. here's a, so this yeah, so let's let's go let's move on here because some people are saying, Yeah, yeah, right. I'm I'm with you and some people are like, Hmm, I don't know. Because right. I, I think it is sometimes we're we know, like sometimes we're hungry and we know it, right? It's like I'm right. so hungry and I know just what I'm hungry for. And right. and that's that's kinda great when that happens. But sometimes we don't even know that we're hungry. We're so full of oh. some other stuff. We may not feel hungry, but we're oh. actually starving. So, oh, that's good. Right. So talk good. to that. Talk to that person. Talk to both of them. Talk to whoever you want. But I just think that's, oh. that's a good place to land right now. That is a great place to land. And I, and I love that setup because, you know, I, I would say to everyone that's listening, you know, this world uh, is not hungry for more religion. I mean, hello, you know, religion has started wars. Religion has not uh, fared us well, and it's because religion is of man. Religion is man's trying to get to God. But um, what this world is hungry for, Nancy, is Christ Jesus, and they're hungry for truth, and he is truth. And like you said, you know, someone may be listening going, I'm not even sure I'm hungry for him, and I would say to that dear precious one, I hear you, but God created in all of us this place that only he can fill, and so I would challenge them to begin to reach out to him and to begin to say, okay, I won't, you know, if you are as real as Shelley and Nancy thinks you are, you know, if Jesus, you really are the only way instead of just one way, then I'm just going to to seek you. And what you and I both know, Nancy, because I can tell you've read uh, the the precious word, is that if they seek him, they'll find him. Mm -hmm. So I like to encourage everyone, look, don't believe me. You know, begin to seek the Lord and ask Him to reveal Himself to you. And um, just go on your own journey and look for Him. And if you seek, if you seek Him, you will find Him. I don't have to 
um, make it work. You know what I mean? I don't have to say, oh, I can make this happen in your life because I can't, A. And B, it's not on me. I'm just another human just like everyone else. But I truly believe that the one that seeks him finds him. And so I, like, just toss it all back to him. And I say, just go after him. Look for him. Um, That's why I set the book up the way I did, by the way, Devotions for the Hungry Heart. I set it up in a way to say, if you're not even hungry for him but you would like to be, Join me and look at these heart attributes each day of the week and just see what starts happening in your life simply because you open yourself up to him and begin to look. Yes, and I wanted to ask you about that because I see I did. I see, you know, they kind of correspond, like you said, with the days of the week. I see words like surrendered, uh, celebrating, mm-hmm. sharing, uh, acknowledging our neediness. So talk a little bit about that. So how these are things that, that help stir up hunger. Right. That was my goal. You know, um, my, my publicist, uh, I mean, my publisher wanted me, uh, was beginning to talk to me about releasing a devotional and, you know, wanting to have that conversation about how would you see that and this came so naturally out of that conversation for me because my I, I live trying to encourage people to bridge that secular sacred divide to just like really not bridge it blow it up out of the water that way that we tend to live where we live on we may go to church on Sunday and then the rest of the you know, the rest of the time is our time. It's our life, you know, and the two don't mix. And then we mm-hmm. go back to church again on another Sunday. And mm-hmm. I live trying to encourage people to look for Christ Jesus uh, 24-7, to embrace this this journey of beholding him while we're doing the lovely chaos of life because that's what he died for was to do life with us, not, mm. you know, not to wait for us um, to join him in eternity, but to make a way for Emmanuel all of this season to be with us in all the lovely chaos of life. And so the, um, what I did was just kind of, I backed up and looked at in my own life, what is it that has helped to um, to feed that God hunger in my own life. And so I developed out of that those six characteristics that you just mentioned that each day represent a different, represents a different um, heart position. And, yes, it's the surrendered heart, that the one that says, okay, I give up trying to do my life. Um, I want your your guidance. I want you to, to live through me. And so I tell a little story. Each devotion opens because I'm a storyteller at heart. So each devotion opens with a story, and then I segue into how the surrendered heart is seen in that story. And then there's the needy heart that says, you know, I can't, I can't do this without you. I lived a lot of my life um, trying to be a Christian, and I put uh, like air quotes around that phrase, and mm-hmm. and that is just like setting yourself up for failure to try to be something. But when you live with Christ, then you can live like Christ, and there's the difference: is to recognize that I can't I can't live for you without living with you, and that's mm. the needy heart. Oh, to realize yes, in Him we live and move yeah. and have our being. Yeah. Right. 
And that's the needy heart that recognizes that. And then there's the sharing heart and the celebrating heart and so um, the praying heart. And they're all the same way. They come out of a story. And I just love to tell a story that that um, maybe sets up my takeaway that day for living with, you know, if it's a Wednesday, living with a surrendered heart. And so I am just, you know, it's a little bitty tiny book, but um, I have big hopes for it. I'm just praying that it will help people um, across the walks, across the spectrum of those who already believe and those who I would like to believe but I don't and those who are kind of hungry but not. And I'm just praying that the Lord will just put it into people's hands and it will meet them right where they are and create in them a greater hunger for him. And I love how accessible it is because, you know, as you said, it's broken down. You can read one day at a time, literally. So it's not this overwhelming thing. And it's something to ponder, you know, every right. every day or at least Monday through Saturday. And, and I also mm-hmm. love that because, not you know, it's great to set aside Sunday and church and all, mm-hmm. and all those things. But mm-hmm. sometimes we see that, well, that's the holy day. Like you said before, that's the day uh-huh. I spend with God. Well, yeah, okay, that's, that's, good. that's good. <laughs> but then uh-huh. there's six other days. And I love that you, that you get us you know, through um, through the rest of the week so that it's not this disconnect. I, absolutely. And as you just said, you know, it's in snippets. It's in small, um, you know, just single-page devotionals because I like to say all the time I will tell my audiences, you know, it's not how much of God's Word we, we read. It's how much of God's Word gets in us and we live by it. And so instead of every day trying to get a certain amount of God's Word in us or, you know, read um, by some prescription, it's really more... Of listening, taking a bite of God's word and just um, taking it with you and just, you know, taking those thoughts with you and just asking him to speak to you all through the day and just meditate on that thought and just live by the word and not a checkoff list of, I read it, okay, you know, check, close my Bible, go about my way, but instead to just ask it to continue to speak to you through the day. And hey, this is what I have found that is so funny for me because I kind of backed into this understanding, uh, Nancy, and that is he is so much more ready to talk to me than I can ever be to listen. He is so much more ready to guide me than I can ever want him to guide me. Everything starts with him. Like my response to him comes from his invitation to me. And so it's freeing when you realize that and you just begin to say, I just give. <laughs> I just throw my hands up in there and I give. And, you know, I tell him, um, now your your podcast listeners are probably just going to really laugh at this, but I tell him in the morning, they're like, boss me today. I mean, just boss me. I need a boss. You know, <laughs> you're my boss. Boss me today. I'm a grown woman with five grandchildren, but I want your voice in my ears. So, you know, just guide me all day long. And and it's um it's a life that is so totally different than the religious life that I once lived of going to church, you know, and, and checking off church. And so you may can hear my heart just literally beats to try to help other people find that type of uh, life in him. Yeah. And, you know, what What a refreshing perspective, you know, because so often we just, you know, we, we're control mongers, at least, you mm-hmm. know, I will say mm-hmm. I am to a great extent. And yet there is that hunger in my heart that, you know, I don't really want to be in control because it's kind of scary. Uh, the, you know, me playing God, um, nobody wants that, uh, let alone yeah. in my own life. But 
what what you're speaking to, at least to me, you're speaking to actually one of the six traits that you um, that we haven't really discussed yet. But it's that intentionality, being intentional, being intentional mm-hmm. to listen, being intentional to, like you said, not just a checklist, but all right, what is it that I'm really seeking for, and right. what is it that I really need, and and being attuned to that voice, and then being attuned to, all right, I, I'm I'm going to seek this and. Mm-hmm. And keep my ears and my eyes open, so, right. that, so that I can really digest these these truths that that I'm hungry for. Right, it, it's a difference in trying to do religion and then just trying to live with Christ. You know, just being open to living with Christ. And um, like I say, you know, people people don't need more religion. You know, we don't need another devotional that is going to help us be more religious. Can I just give an amen to that? You know, we I will give you an be... amen to that. Okay. okay. And I will, right. I will see your amen. And I'm going to raise okay. it. Actually, I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up again because this was in the back of my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one, one more serious question. Then I want to talk about your recipes. Um, but mm-hmm. okay. So religion, there's religion mm-hmm. and there's Jesus. And earlier you, you, earlier you had said that, you know, religion is not the same thing as Jesus. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Religion, it, it, it boils down so simply to religion is man's way to get to God. It's man trying to do enough to gain God's approval. It's man trying to follow rules that will please God. It's man trying to live in a way that will please God. And, you know, what our greatest strength is is when we come to the realization that what of what God already knows. You can't, Shelly, okay? That's why I sent Jesus. <laughs> you can't do enough, be enough, uh, pretty it up enough, organize it enough, um, give enough, work enough at a charity, do enough. You can't. I mean, man is incapable of, um, there, there was an impact. There, if you can picture, like we were, as the word says, lost and alone and without hope in this world. You know, there was God and then there was us. And there was no way for us to get to God. And so religion is man forever trying to go, no, nope, I think I can do this. And just mm-hmm. devising his way back to God. And then there is relationship with Christ Jesus where he says, no, you can't. I came to make a way. I came to reconcile you to my father and just trust me, just trust me that I will reconcile you to my father and you can be in me and I will be in you and we will be in him and you can quit trying so very hard. And that is the difference in my book. Mm -hmm. I think you articulated that really well because even, you know, even in this context of seeking, right, we talk about you know, mm-hmm. when we seek him with our whole heart, we find him. But that mm-hmm. seeking is really just opening up our eyes to the fact that he's been looking for us all along. And right. He loves first. He loves first and he loves best. And we just we just return it. You know, we, I, I just like to wake up in the morning and go, I just choose you back. I know you choose me today. You choose to love me. You chose to love me through Christ Jesus. And I just choose you back. <laughs> you know, I just, I want you back. And that, um, maybe I'll write a book called I Want You Back. <laughs> mm, that's a great that's title. What it is. Yeah, that's what it is for me. He chose us and we're just choosing back. Right. It's a, it's a response. It's, it's getting to that place of identifying, okay, am I even hungry? What am I hungry for? 
and and allowing allowing the answer to that question to fill our needs. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so speaking of hunger, okay. So now we're mm-hmm. gonna we're, we're transitioning here. See how I'm doing this? Okay. Time. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, we gotta talk about these recipes. All right, uh, okay. uh, there's there are several. All look really yummy, but I just gotta ask you, Grandma Stone's okay. butter pecan muffins. What? Yes, ma'am. All right. You just, I gotta hear you about just these. need to stop and go make some today. I, mean, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you've just got to make some of these things. Um, there is nothing like finding, for me, my, um, my aunts and my grandmothers and my great-grandmothers' recipes in their own hand. I don't know. I'm just a crazy one, but I love that. I just love seeing their writing. And you know mm. the the dirty the dirty copy you know it's got butter smudged on the side for yes. years gone by and you know those types of pieces of paper and so I was at my mom's one time going through um, just visiting with her and going through some old cookbooks and I found Grandma Stone's butter pecan muffins written in her handwriting and I think I made them first just because they were hers. You know, they're strictly owed to Grandma, you know, who's in heaven. And then once you make them, you go, "Mm, okay, I'm making them next time for me. (laughs) They're too good, you know. So um, they're they're a good, good recipe to have on hand for Christmas and the the relatives that may be coming in or the people you may be serving because they, they last well on the counter, but you can also freeze them. So, okay. Yeah, they're not going to last in the freezer. So just, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking these might make an appearance up north uh, around okay. my part. So I'm just, I'm okay, just I saying. Need pictures. When you do, I need pictures. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'll do it. Okay. I'll post them online. That's what I'm going to do. A few minutes ago, you don't even know that. But while we were chatting, because I'm just ridiculous multitasker, I had happened to see my laptop open, and so I, I twittered you. So oh, I'm there. Great. Excellent. Okay. All right, I will look forward to that. So yeah, oh yeah, they will they will make an appearance. You will see them, and uh, I, you have my word on that. I can't, okay. you know. Hopefully, I well, and I guess I have to harken back to our game. So I probably okay. should take the recipe seriously and not, you know, not use it as a suggestion if I really want them to turn out like grandma's. Baking, yeah. Sadly, baking. It's a science. To follow recipes right. more. Yeah, so I've heard that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sadly, they don't work as well when you play substitution games with recipe with baking. Oh yeah, yeah, I've learned yeah. that lesson the hard way. But I love, I love what you talked about, even with the recipe cards, because my mom, my mom passed away about a oh, year and a half ago, and oh, oh my gosh, sorry. getting out those handwritten recipe cards with yeah, smudged mm-hmm. with the molasses and the, you know whatever yeah. I love, it's great, it's great. Oh, yeah. So I also hear you have a radio show. Tell us about that. I do. I have a radio show called All Things Southern Live, and it is live on Monday evenings, that's central time here, and that is 5 to 6 o'clock. And I I mentioned that time because um, it streams live and brings in my audience all across, you know, the country and the world. We have people listening in Ireland that will write in, and I just get so tickled because I'm thinking, why are they listening to this Southern grandmother from Louisiana in Ireland? But anyway. The accents converge. There you go. The, the the world's getting smaller and smaller, but um, you can find my live show on, um, you know, by going to my website, allthingsouthern.com, and you can, you know, find more information on it there. But one thing that's been fun is I've started doing Facebook Live during the radio show, and that's brought in a whole different um, fun little twist to the show. You may want to consider that on your podcast, Nancy, doing Facebook Live. 
there that you is go. a great Lock suggestion. Your podcast in, and then you get to bring in your audience. And so I just encourage your listeners to find me there. You can, um, you know, Google Shelly Rushing Conference and, of course, and find all my social media and find my Facebook accounts and um, all of the above. But I just love connecting with everybody. Um, I like people. I like people of every color, every size, every uh, walk of life. You know, it. If they are a person of faith that's after Christ with me, I want to talk to them. But, Nancy, if they're not, they're still made in God's image, and they have something to say that I need to hear. And so I want to, you know, I want to talk to them, too. So I like to talk to the whole world. So I just encourage everyone to connect with me on social media. Well, you heard it. Yes, this is a, a fellow, we should give her a key to the aisle because uh, so so much in step with, with what we're about here, that we, yeah, everyone has something of value, right? We're, we're to own our right. offer, you know, own the way we're made and, and grow into uh-huh. who we can become and, and to love our fellow misfits because everybody's, we're all wired for a purpose and, and that last uh, piece of, of what we're doing is, you know, we're looking for beauty and truth, even in the weirdness of life, because it's out there. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's oh, everywhere yeah. if we'd open our eyes to it. So, yeah, Shelly, we're so yes. grateful that you're here today, and I just want you to tell people you already mentioned your website, but let's talk about it again because people need to know how to get this book. Okay, thank you. Um, let's try to make it as simple as everybody for everyone as they can. So, if everyone would just pull up Google. And just type in devotions for the hungry heart. That may be easier for them to remember than my name when they pull up their laptop. So if they just type in devotions for the hungry heart, then they're going to find me because they'll find Amazon links to the book and they'll find christianbook.com links and they'll, um, I'm sure it will locate them or redirect them to my website. You know, there'll be links there. But my website is allthingssouthern.com exactly how it sounds just make sure you get two s's in the middle allthingssouthern.com and meet me there i have a video on my bio page i don't know if you found it nancy but you can see more of the farm and my husband and my grandchildren and my daughter and daughter-in-law and son and son-in-law and my parents and everybody that's mentioned in the book so wonderful the whole family yes meet the family yeah, and you can see the farm and the, the drone. Um, we did some video footage of the drone flying over the lake. And so it's a lot of fun. And I think it's on my bio page at allthingssouthern.com. But just all my links are there, my Insta and Twitter and all of that. And you can easily find Devotions for the Hungry Heart um, links from allthingssouthern.com as well. Awesome, awesome. Not too late to get it for Christmas, my friend. It would make a great gift. And those muffins, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's other great recipes there, too. So, yeah. And we'll have, uh, we'll have all that information. When I post the podcast, we'll have that. Um, I'll have it on the, on the blog as well. So you don't have to memorize all of that, but if, if you want to memorize it, I, I like your, um, your suggestion of just looking up devotions yeah. for the hungry heart on Google. So, mm-hmm. Shelly, what a pleasure it's been to talk with you today. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to listening to your radio show and I hope other people do too and you are welcome back on the aisle any old time I love the Isle of Misfits I want to come back I feel a great identification with you and when if when and if you listen to the radio show let me know that you're there and I'll give you a shout out awesome oh thanks so much Shelly and you have a wonderful Christmas season and I'm going to give you a report on those muffins for sure okay all right Merry Christmas to you and to your listeners Okay, so we said there's still time to get her book, and there is, but if you want to get it before Christmas, you pretty much have to order it right now. So 
you can excuse yourself from the rest of this outro and tend to that if you need to. The book is called Devotions for the Hungry Heart, and you can find it by Googling that or just going directly to Shelley's website, allthingssouthern.com. You can find info about her radio show there and so much more. Oh, and I'll be giving away this book in our next random drawing of Random Awesomeness. Open to all new subscribers, podcast sharers, and spreaders of the word. So come visit me at the Isle of Misfits. That's I-S-L-E of Misfits.com. Give me a shout out and we'll get you hooked up. Now, we'll be doing some exciting things in the new year that may involve some of you. So stay tuned for that. And have a blessed Christmas or whatever occasions you may find yourself celebrating in all of their beauty, wonderment, and weirdness. And until next time, own your awkward and love your fellow misfit.